Today's episode of the BS Podcast is brought to you by Betterment. As the first automated investing service, Betterment has revolutionized investing and made it easier and less expensive to be a smarter investor. Get personalized advice and investment management for a fraction of the cost of traditional services. Sign up today and get up to six months of free automated investing. Full terms and conditions at Betterment.com slash BS. Betterment, investing made better. The Bill Simmons Podcast is also brought to you by HBO because they were nice enough to give me my own television show that launches next spring. Thank you, HBO. Newsflash, you don't need cable or satellite to watch HBO anymore. Just download the HBO Now app and start your free one-month trial today. Welcome to the Bill Simmons Podcast. Monday, October 19th. A lot of stuff happened in the NFL. A lot of stuff happening in general. What a great time for sports. Cousin Sal is on the line from Brooklyn. They're doing a whole week of Jimmy Kimmel Live shows there that start tonight. And you probably have spotty cell service, but we're going to fight through this, Sal. How are you? What's happening, buddy? How are things by you? Well, you went to two Mets games. Uh, I thought the Cubs were going to kill the Mets in this series. This is why I don't bet baseball. Uh, you, you, <laughs> the cold, but awesome, right? It was cold. It was great. You know, because I, I was at the games in L.A. I don't like to brag. I really don't. But I was at the games in L.A. And we were... Miserable. It was like 92 degrees, and then we came here. I think it was a high of 38 uh, last night or a low of 38, but it was a terrific feeling. And I really do, I don't want to say I feel bad for the Cubs because this series is not over by any means, but it does seem like once you go from the second week in October to the third week in October, it really could affect teams, bats on both teams to, to, to the point where – you get zeros across the board for one time. I mean, the Cubs were unstoppable against the Cardinals, right? Yeah. And it's just completely different. I, you know, Harvey and Syndergaard were great. But uh, I really – no, no sport is, you can blame the result on the weather more than baseball, I don't think. And then uh, on Friday night on Colbert's show, yeah. our friend Jimmy went on there, your cousin, my cousin. Yeah. And right. uh, and our agent, James Baby Doll Dixon, came out. And they made him pasta, and he had to pick which pasta was better, and he picked Colbert's, and I've never been more hurt in my life. It was terrible. We should have been able to bet on that. But, um, yeah, Baby didn't really even have a uh, defense for that, other than it was Colbert's show, and he thought he'd be killing him up if he picked Jimmy's pasta. But it got physical at the end. If, you, if anyone cares to watch it, if you haven't seen it by now, it's, it's worth taking a look at. Did Baby really chip a tooth, or what happened there? Yeah, I think he had a veneer, you know, and he, he so, uh, last night he explained, you know, I paid $2,000 a tooth up, up front here, and I got little <laughs> tiny yellow teeth underneath. But, yeah, he chipped uh, Jimmy, like, tried to put him in a headlock or something. I think he hit the, the table until the pasta was on or something weird happened. <laughs> it Baby, you know? uh, baby, I think it's on YouTube. Baby came out like he uh, was really ready to do some comedy. I like when Baby's intentionally trying to be funny is always when he's the funniest, <laughs> but not for the reasons he thinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was terribly great. unfunny, but great for us. Yeah. He was, he was, he was, uh, I was just dying. I'm like half asleep. It's midnight on Friday, and I, and I immediately woke up and just started laughing. Um, he almost missed his own segment. Let me say, two minutes before his segment, he decides he has to have a cigarette. He goes out in the cold and then I was like alright I'm not even going to stop him in fact I think I'm going to lock him out here and right when I went to lock him out uh, he's like you know what baby I, I, I maybe I should stick around here so yeah good idea made it. good idea <laughs> maybe you should stick around for a live taping yeah so, so wait a second one last thing um, yeah 
about that Cubs Mets series. Mm-hmm. So you've won the first two, and now now it goes to Chicago for three and four. Right. What is the line right now? You know, I'm, I didn't even check. I'm looking it up. I'm Hold afraid on. to even jinx it. Uh, I'd you, have to say the Mets are minus one, two twenty. Oh my God, you're minus four twenty. Four twenty. Oh, it goes two three uh, two though. Yeah, yeah, they get three in Chicago. And wow. It's supposed to be warmer. Minus no, 420. You, you know, you keep waiting for these young arms. These guys have ice water in their veins. They're really just the Grom and Harvey and Syndergaard. Like, it reminds me of the, the Cubs with the uh, Bartman year. They had all these young guns, and it's like, all right, they're up 3-1. There's no way they're going to blow it, but they did. So I don't even want to drink it too much, but we're looking good. Really As I are. told you and the other Mets fans I'm friends with, the Cubs have, mm-hmm. I think, a more talented team. But they have 108 yeah. years of baggage. And this is right around the time when baggage starts surfacing and baggage and karma and all this weird stuff starts going on. And um, falling down 2 nothing, if they yeah. if you can get a lead in game three, I think I think those fans are gonna get real nervous and there's gonna be a weird Definitely. energy in that in that in that park. All right, let's yeah. talk about um I feel weird. Let me just say I feel weird doing it with uh, two guys that we're almost definitely not gonna resign. That's the that's the Murphy, but However it gets done, let's get it done. Well, Murphy is now like Rogers Hornsby. Yeah. Hey, is, he's, he's the best baseball player perfect, in the world. Post, the perfect postseason player. Like, he's going to make contact. He's, you know, he's a playmaker. He's not going to strike out. And that's what you need in this kind of weather and these kind of games, you know. But, yeah, he's like golfing them out now. Like, he'll hit one way foul, and then the next pitch he'll just like, all right, I'll find that blowing outside and put it over the fence. Amazing. My- my buddy Gus, his son Jack is twelve, and this is his first playoff mm-hmm. rodeo because the Mets really yeah. haven't been involved since '06. But he was like, you right. know, baby. And mm-hmm. uh, I te- we were texting on Saturday, and I was just saying, like, look, you you got to savor every minute of this. You know, the the Red yeah. Sox when I was a kid, they made it when I was six in '75, and they made it when mm-hmm. I was sixteen in 1986. And then we didn't get back until 1999 when I was 30. And right. You just don't know. And it's so great. But I, I was almost jealous of him, you know. 12-year-old, loves baseball. Like one of the few kids under 15 who actually likes baseball. And, right. Uh, just like when, when you're in this and just every pitch, you're swaying with just every moment and every momentum shift and all that. Like what's better? Nothing's better. There's nothing better and there's nothing worse too right. because you and I talked about it. There's nothing there's there's no elation. There's just no. relief at the end. And it's just I mean, I, they show these people being interviewed after the game like yeah, screw the Cubs, you know. I was with Arietta's mother last night. And I, wow, I'm just not wired like that. I can't get anywhere near as excited as that. I'm just like just like it's a four and a half hour four hour beating. <laughs> it really is. And you just yeah. feel relief after. Like when we went in 04 when we beat the Yanks, when we came back, like game four and five, mm-hmm. like we had walk-offs to win four and five. And, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's different because that's more of a release. But the actual process that led to the walk-offs is, takes like 10 years off your life. Yeah. There's nothing yeah, fun exactly. about it. Like it, it's it's like watching – your two-year-old kid walking on a roof or something, you know, <laughs> it's, right. just, it's just torture. Yeah. So, um, yep. all right, let's get to the lines. Cause a lot of stuff happened this weekend. I was really, yeah, I did. especially like this Thursday night game. We have the Seahawks are at San Francisco 
The Seahawks right. have, have, in their last seven games, if you go back to Super Bowl 49, they've blown um, fourth quarter leads in, let's see, Super Bowl Four? 49, the Rams, the Packers, the Bengals, and the Panthers. No, five, right. And then they almost yeah. blew the Lions game. Johnson fumbled on the one-inch line. So they, yeah, they had leads in, in the fourth quarter in six of those games, lost five and almost lost the Detroit game. The one game they did win was Jimmy Clausen at home. What mm-hmm. is going on, Sal? Going back to baseball, could this be a, a Chuck Knobloch thing or a Steve set where you just can't throw to first from second anymore? Like Pete Carroll can't coach the fourth quarter since the Super Bowl. He just lost his mojo. Well, how many know, times how many times did they get beat like this allegedly incredible secondary? You know, mm-hmm. and these allegedly incredible safeties. How many times have, have teams just beaten them right over the middle? You right, know? Right. Like Olsen was wide open yesterday. The Pats over and over again we threw over the middle on them. Johnson was wide open over the middle on that touchdown. You know, I I yeah. it feels like we might have overrated the Legion of Boom here. I'm sure I they were so. they now, were good for a while, but I don't think they're they're as good as we thought they were. Well, now they're blaming like they can't get the radio signal in from the sideline because it's too loud, and that's screwing up the defensive coverages and everything and the scheming. And yeah, Sherman screaming at everybody. But yeah, I think Pete Carroll just has to be like, hey, it's fourth quarter, guys. I'm leaving. Uh, right. Let's get the other coordinators to take over. I'm gonna go home and prepare for next week. Let me know how it turns out. Cause that's it. That he's was, lost it. Yeah, that was an unacceptable loss yesterday. You have to win that mm-hmm. game. Because now yeah. they're two and four. They, well, at least the Cardinals lost, so they're in striking distance of them. But just from, from a chance of getting a bye now in the NFC, that's that ship has probably sailed unless they can run the slate. Um, it's tough. But more it's importantly, tough. like, you watch the Carolina team, and this is why you can make a case for Cam Newton to be the MVP. Mm-hmm. Who the hell is he throwing to? Greg Olson is I not know. Rob Gronkowski. He's good. He's not great. And then right. the receivers are just a bunch of no names, and this guy's like coming back from double figures and Bunches, or nine points. I, I picked up Ginn because he had like seven targets, and then I don't even know if he played yesterday. He didn't get anything; barely got anything. But yeah, yeah, Greg Olson seems to be unstoppable. A lot of these tight ends in these leagues, really Barnage and Eifert, and obviously you have the best Gronkowski. Right, Jimmy Graham's not even in the conversation for that. But as the Colts showed yesterday, I thought I actually thought the Colts did a good job in the first half of that game from a coaching standpoint until things got shot, things got shot to hell. Yeah, yeah just yeah. make sure he doesn't catch the ball. It's pretty easy right. to stop a tight end coming off the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Just throw multiple guys at him. Um, sure. With Carolina, I don't understand. Just take out Greg Olson. Let Devin Funches beat you. Let Ted Ginn Jr. beat you. Let that these guys great. Go ahead, get a hundred yards. Yeah. Very yeah, strange. That's bizarre ending. Bizarre ending. So every year we talk about the year from hell teams. Like last mm-hmm. year, San Francisco had the year from hell. You could just feel it the whole year. And I, I even think I might have picked it. This year, right. clearly Baltimore is having the year from hell. They're one oh, and five. Man. They're not bouncing back. Is Seattle a year from hell team? They're two and four. Like I, Like, could this turn around? What if they lose on Thursday night? Well, there's more than just. Baltimore. I know. I know you're making a point, but Baltimore, Kansas City. I mean, those two and ten, those two teams. And there was another terrible one. New Orleans. That wasn't. Uh, or, well, yeah, who was but I mean, did, did did Kansas City go into this season with high expectations? Though Baltimore and Seattle no. were considered to be Super Bowl contenders. Right. Right. You know? But Detroit. Oh, the Detroit's the other one. You can't forget they were a playoff team last year. 
Detroit and Baltimore are two and ten. They could end up. Yeah. They could end up sixth and what twenty six between them. They honestly could. Well, Detroit should have lost yesterday. Yeah. Is that yeah. game still going on? <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> Jim Caldwell and John Fox are locked in a checkers match. So yeah. I have uh, I have Seattle giving three and a half points in San Francisco, and if they don't take care of business in this game, I think all hell's going to break loose. Well, all right. I had it four. I'm going to get this. It's five and a half, actually. Ooh. That's that's too high. I think these teams are, are way more evenly matched than that. Yeah, and, and Kaepernick, we talked about this last week. If you're not rushing him, he's pretty good. I don't yeah. know if Seattle can rush him and get after him. I, I think he'll mm-hmm. fall apart, but I think we've now established that he's two different guys. And if he, if right. if you're rushing him, he's in a ton of trouble. And if you're not, he can you know do some stuff. I like the Niners in this game. That's a tough one. I, I kind of do too. There's a lot of pride in that matchup. Five and a half. In that Vegas zone you talk about, which is usually a stay away, but um, yeah, I'd take the Niners if we had to. Also, we're taping this right now. It's like basically noon East Coast time. Right. A lot of stuff could happen in that Seattle locker room over the next 36 hours. You know, a lot of finger pointing, some quotes, some unnamed guys. Like, I'm prepared for anything. I think that whole team is a powder keg. Really? Yeah, just dating back to... I thought it was really strange that uh, there were guys on that team during the Super Bowl that actually thought they didn't give the ball to Marshawn Lynch for the winning touchdown. Mm Mm-hmm. What a yeah. weird thing to think. Like, what, what kind of team chemistry do you have if there are people actually thinking that? And then the Russell Francesca Wilson story. Told you, Francesca told you that was the worst call in NFL history. He did. That you benefited from. That was a terrible, <laughs> terrible call. And then, uh, and then you know, that whole story in Sports Illustrated about how they went to Hawaii to try to heal the offense and the defense. And Cam Chancellor. Can we call Cam Chancellor a dick for holding out? It seems like he really screwed up that secondary with the holdout. He just signed a contract a year ago. You could do it. You can call him a dick. You can do worse than that. You're HBO now. You can call him whatever you want. Well, I don't want him to beat me up. I just say maybe <laughs> maybe he could be perceived as being a little dickish. I don't even maybe. know if he could beat you up at this point. Yeah. That no. seems a mess. All right. I don't know. Let's go to Sunday, the uh, though. Let's go to the Sunday games. Let's do it. And uh What'd you have for Buffalo Jacksonville? Oh God, that, is that our second London game? Well, you know what? I wasn't going to even tell you. I was going to try to trick you. I was like, I wonder if you even knows it's a London game. Maybe I could win a spread from you here. But yes, it's the second London game. We sent them our garbage again, and uh, yeah, early six thirty in the morning on the West Coast. I mean, is this the way to get football going in London by just sending us two of the seven worst teams in the league? Over and over again. Yeah. Here you go, Please, London. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's still retribution for the tea party or something. Here we go. Here's EJ Manuel and Blake Blake Bortles. God, Blake Bortles. <laughs> he had a couple doozies yesterday, man. Yeah. He threw he threw yeah. a interception in the end zone right before halftime. That was just offensive. And then uh, then one of the yeah. worst pick sixes of the year. His pick six. It's hard to throw a worse pick six than a couple of the ones Manning threw this year, but. Uh, Blake Bortles, he did it. Yeah, and then he did. Also, like somebody needs to teach him how to be cooler as a quarterback after he makes a mistake. Like he reacted right. like the same way one of our sons would react in in a baseball game if the ball rolled through his legs or something. He's like a seven year old. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. 
maybe that maybe Landry Jones could teach him. There's a lot of guys who are just it's, a, it's shocking that they performed at the level they do. How sad is it that I follow college football um, so little that I was shocked to find out Landry Jones was white? Oh come on! Yeah, I really was. Really? I was like, oh, Landry Jones is white. What is happening? I had no idea. <laughs> no, you knew. Landry no, Jones I really didn't. Like, uh, Sounds like our car dealership in uh, in, uh, in Reseda. <laughs> yeah, I picked it up at Landry Jones. Go, they'll give you a good deal. <laughs> or, or it sounds like a TNT show. So right. I have the Bills by five and a half over the Jags. Oh, you went high here. I said uh, three, and it's three and a half. What do you mean I went high here? The Jaguars are terrible. How did I go high here? Aren't they going to blitz Blake Bortles for four quarters? It does seem like that team can't win... They just get in their own way, and but the Bills to me are the team that not not only don't do we not know if they're good, but they no, every game good. they play they screw up. But uh, yeah, I, I guess they're not. But going into the year, who they beat in the first home game? You like they beat oh my Miami. God, not going to lose. They beat Miami. And you're like wow, maybe they'll lose to the Patriots, but that's it. Seven and one at home for sure, for sure. But yeah, they're not good. All right, what they're else do good. we have? We're God, that's I don't know. If, hey, I might have that game on on Sunday morning, but I'm not positive. I'll be paying attention you know to it. I might just I'll have it on in the background. It sounds like you want to do a, a 49ers Jaguars teaser plus 11 and a half or a plus 11 and a half plus nine and a half and then just be done. You don't even have to watch the rest of the day. Let's quickly talk about how every year we, we agree never to do a three team tease. <laughs> yeah. And then this year we just felt like we're getting 10 free points with the Patriots because there's no way right. they're losing in Indianapolis. So Easy. it's like, yeah. So we're basically doing a two-team tease with 10 mm-hmm. points instead of six using mm-hmm. the Patriots. And for people who don't yeah. know what a tease is, just, just, to, just to quickly say, you get to move the line by six points, but both teams have to then cover that line. If, if only one covers, you lose. So in this That's case, we had, right? yeah, we had a yeah. three-teamer with 10 points, but the Pats are one of them, so we're winning that. So we, do, mm-hmm. we, do, we make Green Bay the second team. And then we have Denver as the third team in one and Arizona as the third team in the other. And we yeah. had to sweat out all of those teams. Like, <laughs> and then we lose with Arizona. Arizona loses to Landry Jones. We lost money to Landry Jones. But we should, we should know better. Yeah, the Landry Jones thing was bad. But we should know better. Like when you and I are talking, you're like, Green Bay, New England is a, is a, is a gimme. Let's just add somebody else. Like, yeah. I, I should stop you right there. Like, Green Bay uh, – New England's a gimme. Like, done. Let's do it. Minus 240, those two. Let's not even add anybody. Money line parlay, yeah. yeah. You're right. Money line parlay. You're right. Let's do it. What's Why wrong are we with us? Ourselves too? Yeah. And then Arizona snuck because we were getting like five points with Arizona when you get to 10, when you had 10 yeah. spread, right? And then they were right around 23 18 for a while. Like, all right, even a field goal, they loot, whatever. But uh, to blow that, that was bad. Yeah. And, then, and somehow. The one thing I was sure of yesterday was that the Patriots were beating Indianapolis. I didn't know what the spread, what the final score was going to be. I just knew they were going to win, mm-hmm. and right. I and I and I won no money on that because, uh, right. you know, it's just it's Landry just a Jones. shame. All right, what else do we have on Sunday? Well, Pittsburgh, as long as we're on the Landry Jones talk, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. You know, Gruden. And I just read that I read that Roethlisberger is unlikely to play Week Seven. I didn't, I didn't know that. I figured he would play. Well, the Steelers. They did a nice job of lingering here, you know, mm-hmm. because there's going to be a couple wild card spots open in the AFC. And if you look at it, 
it's really just Miami, the Jets, and the Steelers would be the three teams you would say have a chance, right? There's yeah. no other AFC team. And the Dolphins could get hot. We talked about this last week. You know, they look good. They might have just needed a new coach, and they can't be ruled yeah, out I yet. I don't think the Bills, I don't think the Texans. Who are we missing here? No, nah, we're not missing uh, anybody. I went through it. It's 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 Bills. I'm, no I'm sorry. It's uh, it's Jets, Steelers, Dolphins. Wow, you're right. That's terrible. And then that's you're it. Right. Like even the Chargers are pathetic. No. Wow. Yeah, that's across across yeah, all of them. Well, I mean, we didn't say like it, it, with this slate, and you're about to see the rest of the, these early games. It makes for the most miserable early slate in a while. I think because three of the undefeated Cincinnati, Denver, and Green Bay are off, and Chicago as well. But Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Oh, Look all right. Yeah, actually, hold on. It's time for the biggest mailbag question ever presented by our old friend Stamps.com. Oh. Going to the post yeah. office is a miserable experience from start to finish. For God's sakes, have some self-respect. Just use Stamps.com. Mm-hmm. At Stamps.com, you can buy and print official U.S. postage for any letter or package using your own computer and printer. Even better if you sign up for Stamps.com and use the promo code BS. You get a four-week trial yeah. plus a $110 bonus. $110 Bonus offer that includes postage and a digital scale. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BS at stamps.com. Enter BS. Here's the big question Sal, who can we cross yeah. off? Who can we just cross off for the season? I have three, I know I have five teams I'm crossing off, and you could talk me into I, three more. I think I had five also. Go ahead. All right. Detroit, Baltimore, Jacksonville, Tennessee, and Kansas City. I think I'm crossing all of them off. Yeah. And then we, well, maybe there was another one. No, well, there, that's it. There's three other Those possibles. Five. You could talk me into the Saints. Mm-hmm. You could you could talk me into the Bears. And for some reason, you can't totally talk me into the Browns yet, just because nine and seven might get the AFC wild card. They're the best. They're the best bad team, right? They're my favorite bad team right now. Browns. Yeah. They so, play competitively. They, they have fantasy guys who who, who are, uh, put up numbers. It's not it's not bad for them. How about the Ravens being a cross off? Yeah, Dog. I know. Dog, that is Ravens. That is Chiefs, Lions. Yeah, that the Ravens aren't gonna. They're not Ravens, gonna go. Chiefs, Lions, three and fifteen. Crazy. All right, let's uh, really let's get to the rest well, of the season. Okay, so P- Pittsburgh or Kansas City. Oh, okay. Um, I have the Chiefs by three, just because of Landry Jones. Chiefs by three. Wow. Well, you should jump on the uh, the Chiefs then because I said plus three, and the Chiefs are getting three and a half points. Wow. You have six and a half points there. Wait wait a second. So you're telling me Landry Jones is favored in Arrowhead Stadium? Four and two at one and five. Steelers find a way to keep these close at least. Landry, Landry Jones is favored in Arrowhead Stadium. Okay. Yeah. All right. I guess they, so. This this feels like so. a wonky week. I'm getting ready for it. What else do we got? You you already you already have a nice underdog uh, teaser thing going. Three teams already. You like all right. Houston at Miami. FYI, we are due for the the underdog week. It has not happened yet. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Pittsburgh. No, no. no I'm Houston sorry. At Miami. Miami. I have a. I, I had trouble with this. I threw this in the Vegas zone. I had Miami by five. You're going to get it. I said three. It is It is four and a half. Okay. And I'll tell you what, that that's team number six, whoever loses this game, I would say, right? 
for uh, the cross-offs. Yeah, but, you know, there's some signs here that Miami might come on because they they did what they should have done the whole season. They they ran the ball. Cameron Wake finally came back and started doing Cameron Wake things. Yeah. They they just looked a little more engaged. I know that was, like, the perfect game for them in a lot of ways for who they played. But... Yeah, I will say they're sending this Campbell, this coach. It's nice that he invigorated the team defense yeah. and everything. But they're sending him to Canton, Ohio, a little too soon. You know, if you and I had two weeks to uh, prepare for the, the, the Titans offense, I think uh, we'd stay within a touchdown. And Ken, Ken Wisenhunt might be the worst coach in the league. Yeah. I don't know who's worse than him now that Joe Philbin's gone. I'd, ha- I'd have to really look at it closely and, and – We'd also have to decide whether Andy Reid has now deteriorated to the point that he's in that conversation. But well, uh, I have something to say about Baltimore. The, the Ken Wisenhunt thing, to, to think that people are purposely trying to take Mar- Marcus Mariota out of the game in a dirty way. No, <laughs> you want him in that game. <laughs> it's, that's not going to benefit your team to get him uh, kicked out. Right, so. and also the guy, f- the guy fell. It was like he yeah. hadn't seen the clip. Like that, I, It definitely wasn't intentional. All right, let's right. keep going. Right. Cleveland at St. Louis. You love this game. This is a good this is game. This the second best game of the day. Yeah. Th- this will be on my TV, on one of my TVs. Oh, wait, do we even say, I'm sorry, do we even say Atlanta, Tennessee? Did I get that one? No, all right, let's do Cleveland, St. Louis. Sorry about that. Uh, I have the Rams by six. Ooh, I get this one. I said five and a half, and it's five. Vegas zone. I put it, it's in the Vegas zone. Let me just say this. I don't have a lot yeah. of confidence in Josh McCown in St. Louis. And I think Josh McCown got a lot of chits that maybe he didn't deserve from the fact that he lit up the Ravens, who right. have a terrible team. Right, right, right. You know, this Rams defense, look, let's not forget Josh McCown is 35 years old and has played on 10 teams in the last 12 years. And now he's going against a top five defense in the city that that right. defense plays. I, I would be careful no, with this you're one. Right. But I think though, let's let's remember why we like the Rams in the first place because they, well, they they beat Arizona, right? It wasn't Seattle. No, they beat Arizona and then they they played tough with Green Bay. Yeah, no, they're good. That, the Rams might be good. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, let's go Atlanta, Tennessee. I hated this game. I had the Falcons yeah. by four. I don't feel good about it at all. I said four as well, and it's four and a half. It, wow, I don't like it at all. This is a Vegas zone week. This this is this is bordering on a let's be careful out there week. I don't I don't like any of these matchups and this the, is all the these one home you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's down on. Well, Atlanta has Atlanta was bad this week too. So it's not like they've still continued winning and they're gonna they're gonna get slapped in the face here. That's a stay away. That that Atlanta uh, coaching staff with ten days to prepare against Ken Wisenhunt makes me nervous. Yeah, if I'm if I'm betting Tampa, in Tennessee. You're right. Tampa Bay at Washington. Tampa Bay at Washington. So, House and I both gave Washington as a pick on Friday. And then I read on Saturday that, like, Washington's whole team was out. And I actually backed off and and did the rare, the rarely seen Sunday switch to the Jets. Yeah. Washington was missing, like, three offensive linemen, both starting corners. And, I mean, maybe we should have known that on Friday. But uh, Do you want to back off the uh, Blue Jackets pick, too, that you gave everybody? No, as a, as a courtesy for listening to us, aren't they zero and six? Um, that that that's technically true. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a long season, Sal. There's eighty. It's an eighty-two game season. The last time I checked, <laughs> you had thousands of people check to see if they're even a team, 
and they are, and then they bet them, and then now they, uh, they, they, they're not going to win a game this year. Oh, I have to All say, right. I have to do a really quick hockey tangent. I took my, my daughter to Friday's Kings game. They played uh, mm-hmm. Minnesota. And at the last right. second, my son decided he wanted to go. So we had mm-hmm. to go online and, and buy a ticket from, from SeatGeek, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Took him. He sat on my lap. Really boring game for the most part. Mid-October, it's, you know, it's the guys, whatever. And then it's a tie at the end of regulation. It goes to overtime. And they play three mm-hmm. on three. And it was like the most you exciting four minutes of my life. I, it is. Yeah. It was unbelievable how exciting it was. It was like nothing I've ever seen. It was... It was almost like watching kids in a parking lot or something and, and just all kinds of creativity. And at one point they passed back to the goalie and guys were staying on. They couldn't get off the ice and it was just breakaway after breakaway after breakaway. And it was incredible. And that's great. What you, you won't believe you'll you like going to hockey games. You won't believe how exciting it is. I loved it. I would love it. Yeah, no, and I, I, it's perfect. And I almost think, well, what if they did that for football? What if they found just like the perfect flag football formula, like seven on seven or something for overtime? Yeah, I mean, it, too. it almost made me wonder if they should, if hockey during the regular season should just the second period should be three on three. <laughs> just the second period? Yeah. Put it this way, nobody's going to get a drink or food during the second period if it's three on three for right. 20 minutes. It would be, it would be amazing. All right, let's keep going. Yeah. All right, Tampa Bay at Washington. I have the Washington professional football team by four and a half. I don't feel good about it. You got it. You should feel good enough. It's four, and I said three, so you you get that one. But so that's another yeah, they game. Have a chance there at home. That's another game that could edge into the Vegas zone. That's true. It could get up there. Wow, there's a lot, right? There's yeah, like five out of the first seven. Wonky week. Yeah, Stay away. Just, let's just never take them at, at, on the road, though, because they they'll put up a fight and then they just. They just crumble like like no one's business. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota, Detroit. Is it, is Teddy Bridgewater good? Are we sure he's good? No, I don't know. It's funny. I was I was watching with some friends yesterday, and uh, they're like, "I'm not on Bridgewater." I don't know. Are we sure he's, he's ever going to be point. good? I, yeah. Not, make some weird plays. I don't know about his receivers though either. I True. I'm not sure that you know that Cordell Patterson never. Never panned out. And yeah, he's like the opposite of James Jones. Cordero yeah. Patterson's bizarro James Jones. James Jones has no yeah. athletic ability whatsoever and somehow can catch passes with 17 guys draped all over him. Right. And Cordero Patterson yeah. is, is you know, has an Adonis body and 4-2 speed and can't get open and can't catch anything. Nothing, yeah. Lions, I have... I can't believe I'm doing this. I have the Lions giving one and a half points to Minnesota. Wow. I said uh, Vikings by three, and it's two and a half. Vikings by two and a half. Wow. I think you have to look at the – I know what you're thinking here, but you have to look at the records at this point, from this point forward. They're not going to make a one and five a favorite, even if they're home against the rival or in division. Yeah, but the Lions – three and two. The Lions figured out something at the end of that Bears game. Their entire offense should just be Matthew Stafford throwing the ball 60 yards downfield to Calvin Johnson. That should be their whole offense. Just do it every series. It's true. It's true. If you're the other team, you're like, fuck. They're going to do this 15 times. He's going to catch four of them. We'll have three pass interferences. Hmm. Yep. And and your boy, uh, Ronald McPhee, had that that late hit on Stafford, which I don't really think was a late hit. Bad 
save Caldwell's job, I think. I think he's fired before we do this podcast. That's mm. that's not called. But I don't know this game. The Vikings play 100 more games, and I won't be able to tell if they're good or not. Yeah, me neither. Um, New, Orleans, New Orleans and Indianapolis. So speaking of teams we don't know are good, Colts, yeah. uh, I have the Colts by six and a half. Oh, I get this one. I said six, and it's five and a half right now. Another so, Vegas phone game. So what do you think of a nickname for that the atrocious fake punt play? Uh, Barnwell said snap foo, which I kind of oh, like. good. Um, I like the Snap Mary because it was basically the the Snap version of a Hail Mary. It was certainly the worst play of the last 25 years. And I like that. My favorite part was that Pagano got upset that they snapped the ball. It's like, why are you Mm -hmm. in a formation with nine guys on the right side of the field for no reason at all? You're down six. What are you doing? am (laughs) Am I the only one in the world who thinks that was a smart play? What, the snap? No, it was terrible. No, it was terrible. Uh, no, well, listen, you line up the center, who's normally a wide receiver, <laughs> and you tell him, hey, just take the first three guys that come after you. And, uh, and then it should work. You <laughs> three guys? It was so bad. It was great. So it, I'm so mad that the Patriots... I, I know why they did it, because the offensive line was so banged up. They're like, we're just getting out of here. We don't want anyone to get right. hurt. We just let's just yeah. throw away. We're up by thirteen. They're not going to beat us. But mm-hmm. we had the ball three straight series where we didn't get a first down. You, you know, right. didn't, you know who wasn't happy with that fourth quarter is our friend Hench. He wasn't. He should have bet the Colts. They, H- they weren't covering. They weren't going to cover. Hench said, I, I, "I consider that a loss." But they didn't win by fifty. The game that's supposed to win by seventy. Hench sent, Hench sent two classic Hench emails. One was, "What did he say?" You know, Hedge, for the people listening, our our friend Hedge is just never satisfied ever, even though we've won nine <laughs> titles in the last 13 years. First right. of all, Hedge complained that Malcolm Butler can't actually get an interception, but it touches six balls a game and was like, was this our penalty for the Super Bowl 49 game-winning pick that he can, will never hold on to another interception again? So that was great. Hedge became the first person ever to complain about the Malcolm Butler interception that won the Super Bowl. And then, and then uh, second, he blamed the three straight three and outs that we had for Matthew Slater getting injured, which actually really hurt us because, mm-hmm. you know, that guy's the best special teams gunner in the league. And uh, and it, it was just bizarre. Like, we had a second and four. We got to delay a game, and coming out of the delay a game, we got a timeout. It did seem like the league got in their ear and said, we, we don't want a 20-point win here. It's not good for anybody. Just win, I, yeah. win by seven, and that'll be that. I'm fine with and it. Then, I'm fine yeah. with the whole just get out of there with the win because, you, you know, you don't want Gronk to get hurt getting over the middle. You don't want to get Brady to get sacked by three guys because the four-string right tackle missed a guy. Like, yeah. I, I get it. But uh, right. but if we if we had had a healthy team, I think they run it up. Probably, yeah. I, well, listen, you you had a gift. That play was ridiculous. It was, well, were they up by? I mean, I was coming home from the game at that point. They're upset. We, we we, Sal, we were always so winning that game. We were always winning the game. I was never nervous. All right. Okay. Can you ask I mean, Andrew? For, for, Pagano to say, for Pagano to now say, no, we didn't want to snap the ball. We wanted to maybe draw them offside. Well, well what, when are you more likely to draw a team offside? When there are eight men on the line or when there are three men on the line? What are you doing? It's so stupid. Right. And then they said they practiced the play for a year, but somehow they got an illegal motion or whatever, illegal formation. Anyway, hey, 
can you have Vince McMahon ask Andrew Luck what he thought of his performance last night? Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. We take you now to the comments of uh, one Andrew Luck. Andrew, uh, uh, coming off a defeat once again of the New England Patriots at the hands of New England Patriots. You, this week, in Roanoke, Virginia, against the Saints. What do you have to say about yesterday first? I wasn't happy about my performance at all. I I overthrew 11 guys where I just sailed the ball over over their heads and and I just felt like you could make a YouTube video pretty easily of of Christopher Cross uh singing sailing as my passes sailed over everyone's heads and also uh the Patriots touched eight of my passes yesterday and I just I, it just wasn't good enough. And, and what really scares me is uh, the Patriot fans just weren't I, – I didn't make them nervous at all. Like Bill Simmons was, was in his living room, and he just wasn't nervous at all about what I was doing that whole game. And I, I just have to get better. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew Luck. We appreciate your candor as always. Thank you. Well, I, really, weird, I, really, yeah. I really went all out on the Andrew Luck this you week. You did. Yeah. You did. Well, it's weird that he's worried about what you're thinking of him in, in your living room. But, you know, he should be concerned with other things. This is why his play has suffered. He should be a little <laughs> worried that no Patriot fan was like, uh-oh, we're, Andrew Luck can score two touchdowns here and beat us by one. I never felt that way in the fourth quarter, ever. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? You think they're giving too many points this week? What, what did we say the line was? The Saints. We haven't yet. Oh, I have Colts by six and a half. Oh, I'm sorry, we did. Yeah, I said six, it was five and a half, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's we would normally put that in a teaser, but we don't trust the Colts for the rest of the year. Well, the right? other thing Plus is they're... we don't know how injured those two quarterbacks are. I thought Luck, yeah. I thought Luck looked like he was hurt last night, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it could have been. All right, now we get to Jets and Patriots. Ooh. Really the only game worth watching this week. You know what, Sal? This is such a yeah. good game. I, 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 I think... Uh, I think you need to know about the feeling of great fitting underwear that's two times softer than cotton. You need to oh, know about right. you need to know about MeUndies.com. MeUndies is the most comfortable underwear you will ever wear. It's insane how good they make you feel. They're made from Modell, which is sustainably sourced from beechwood trees in Austria, resulting in a fabric that is two times softer than cotton. They sent me some, Sal. They sent me some. They, they sent me some in the mail, and they were awesome, which is great for me because wow. half of my underwear had holes in them. So now. Not only do I not have underwear with holes, but now I have really comfortable MeUndies underwear. And, and you know, for your wife, Sal, they just yeah. launched an All of Me women's collection, a four-piece line of undies really? designed specifically for the female body and all of its complex, gorgeous-as-hell glory. They even have photos on the MeUndies.com website. So go to MeUndies.com BS. You get 20% off your first order. You save even more if you buy a pack. Shipping to the U.S. and Canada is free. If you don't love them, your first pair is free. Once you feel MeUndies on your body, you're never going back. Here it is again. MeUndies.com slash BS. All right. Here's my Pat's pick. Well, hold on. Wait. Let me uh, let me ask you. If, you, if you're going to send me a pair of MeUndies, do you recommend um, MeUndies. doing it by stamps.com or going to the post office? Like, how am I going to get this pair? No, no, no. What you're going to do is you're going to get a whole bunch of them from MeUndies, and then you go, oh. and then you mail them with stamps.com. And All then right. you get the, okay. the rarely seen Bill Simmons podcast, Daily Double. So look out for that. I have the okay, Pats. I'm going to have to listen back. Go ahead. I have the Pats by nine and a half. I think I'm high, but I don't care. 
We uh, split this. The, the actual spread is nine. I said eight and a half. So we're going to tie there. And the Jets might be the Jets win. might be good. You're not worried. Yeah, but no, I'm a little worried. worried. I'm a little worried. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm. I'm not even like you know me. I'm always honest with the Pats. We we lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're down to our four string tackle playing right tackle, and we're and our second string right tackle is now the left tackle. Why shouldn't I be worried? Right. Four double digit wins for the Jets. They, not, not something we've seen from them. You know, Ryan Fitzpatrick is due for a Ryan Fitzpatrick game. It has not happened mm-hmm. yet. But I will say that they have guys who, you know, remember the years when you would never have a Jets guy on your fantasy team? And now mm-hmm. that Marshall and Decker and Chris Ivory, like those guys are actually doing stuff. So I don't yeah. think the Jets are bad. They might be a wild card team. Should be a good one. Should be a good one. All right. Now there's two late afternoon. As far as I can tell, there's only two late afternoon games. It's weird. Uh, Oakland at San Diego. Do you think it's because Hell in the Cell is this weekend? Is it really? Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that would screw up the night game, but it might oh. be Hell in the Cell. Oh, aren't all the Hell in the Cell fans uh, from Oakland traveling to San Diego? <laughs> Very possible. Uh, yeah. Now, Hell in the Cell's in L.A. this weekend. Oh, that's right. It's Sunday, right? Yeah. I get back Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. So I have uh, the Chargers giving six points to the Raiders, and I like the Raiders. You're going to get that. I said six and a half. I was too high. It's four and a half. Yeah, because the reality is the Chargers are actually – it's probably better for them to play to play uh, on the road at this point. They certainly looked friskier in Green Bay than they did on Monday night. And we said that. I don't know what their home record – it seems like they would they'd probably end up five and three or six and two at home in a, in a 10-win year, but – yeah, I like them better on the road all the time. I mean, and you have to worry. I know they're not. We're not going to talk about them much because they're not playing. But the Packers, uh, five hundred and three yards to Rivers. I know that's no good. That's no good. I know everyone's putting them in the Super Bowl, but that's that's a weird fix there. No, I I, I really think this is starting to feel like uh, what was it? Oh eight when Arizona ended up playing Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. Remember that oh, yeah. year? It was the year Brady. Yeah. The Brady got hurt. And just there wasn't a great team, and it was just kind of a weird season. It feels like we're headed right. that way with this season. Like Who all these, favorite? like yeah, Arizona knocked off Carolina that year, right? That was the big yeah. Upset. But it's right. like we have four undefeated teams right now. I don't feel good about any of them. I yeah. you feel the best about the Pats, but the the Pats defense has not looked great. Um, I think it's five undefeated, right? Since he Denver, five, Green yeah. Bay, Carolina, and uh, who did I miss? New England, yeah. Oh, we should talk right, about yeah. talk about Denver really right. quick because they have a bye week. The bye week teams this yeah, week right. are Chicago, Cincy, Denver, and Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Manning is now <laughs> zombie Manning. Yeah, he is. That's true. That's good. Yeah, he's he looks like Peyton Manning. It feels like you're watching Peyton Manning, but he's not Peyton Manning anymore. And the announcers are just terrified to bring it up. But mm. he's had some of the worst throws. You know, he's a below-average quarterback now who just uses his brain, but he's got nothing left. I mean, he really doesn't. I think it's all an experiment. I really do. I think he ups, ups the, the level every week to how bad he could play. Like, all right, what if I do three interceptions this week? Could our defense right. hold us? Like, I think he I think he makes a deal with defense early. Right? What if DeMarcus Ware was out? Right. The backup get two sacks? But, Mike Sando yeah. had some interesting stats on uh, on ESPN this week. He said mm-hmm. Denver's only scored on twelve percent 
TDs on 12% of their drives, which is like mm-hmm. bottom 10, bottom 15% of the last decade. Manning's thrown seven yeah. TDs and 10 picks this year, which you can look up. But the last 16 games, 25 TDs, 22 picks. Um, his wow. last 16 games, 81.6 QB rating, 51.9 QBR rating. That's his last 16. Wow. Um, so that's below average. And then mm-hmm. uh, the six QBs Denver's de- defense has beaten this year, Flacco, Alex Smith, Stafford, Bridgewater, Derek Carr, Josh McCann. So it, yeah. if it's okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, tell the '85 Bears to start getting worried about the 2015 Broncos yet. Yeah, you probably don't have to, but yeah, it it it, it does seem weird that uh, every time you look up, he's like you know if you walk into a bar and it's ten nothing Broncos, and if you have a fantasy nerd say hey who scored for the Broncos like it's their defense of course who who would you think scored for them right <laughs> that's it they, they, no they don't start thinking of offensive touchdowns until the middle of the third quarter. And they should have lost that game. I, I don't know if you saw the overtime, but Manning throws mm-hmm. a terrible, terrible, yeah. terrible, atrocious pick. Cleveland has the ball. Field, like right? the yeah. Cleveland has the ball in the 40. They just got to go f- mm-hmm. five yards. And they go backwards. The I know. I know. That was awful. All right. Speaking of going backwards, my, my Dallas Cowboys, who were on a bar, Matt Castle taking over at the New York Giants. Oh, no. Not played yet. Matt Castle? Yeah. Uh have to go somewhere. Can Roger Staubach come back or no? <laughs> Danny White? Anyone? Aikman? Oh, man. God. I would take Aikman right now. I would take Aikman. The good news is it seems like you, like you guys always play well in Giants Stadium, right? You've had, you've, you're yeah. always a little frisky there. Well, if you're me, do you root for the Giants tonight? I mean, record-wise, I probably want the Eagles so that everyone keeps knocking each other off. But I feel like well, we could sneak up on the Giants if they win this week. No, I don't you, know. I'm always thinking dumb things. You want the Eagles tonight because I, I think the Giants are a better team. Yeah. Uh, right. The Giants by six and a half. I don't feel good about it. I hit this exactly. It's six. You don't like anything on a teaser so far. You like only underdogs. Not not our, doesn't fit our typical mold. Listen, for... I, I'm totally willing to have Eli in a two-team tease that he decides to turn into uh, Bizarro Eli and just completely there you ruin go. it. Yeah, so don't don't All think right. I won't bet on them in this game. We'll figure that out. Maybe the Rams. Maybe we'll look for the Rams. I do All like right. the Rams. The night game. The night game, Philly at Carolina, Sunday night. Do, do you you like the Giants tonight, right, Monday night? Yeah, that's that was my best bet on sports. Tonight. I do like them. They're How'd banged you... up, but that's too many points. Now it's up to five, I think. How'd you do in Sports Center? I was one and one. I had okay. the Colts and I had the Broncos, but yeah. You had the Colts? I had the Colts. You you were I'm like Mr. Backdoor this year. I could make a terribly offensive joke and I won't. But you were the king of Stop backdoor. It. It's like your fourth backdoor cover. Whatever. All you have to do is win, right? Yeah. Here's how it's done. That's what you should market yourself as the king of the backdoor or the, the I like that. Backdoor president. <laughs> something horrible. Uh all right, Panthers. Hit Carolina. Panthers yeah. Eagles on Sunday night. And I like the Carolina by four and a half. You're going to get this. I said six. Why is it six? Why is it three? Oh, wow. The Eagles three? get a lot of, it seems like the Eagles get a lot of respect from, from uh, the gambling public. Don't you think? Yeah, apparently two and three at five and oh, Carolina. I mean, maybe they will be three and three and three. Carolina just knocked off Seattle. Maybe they're just reading too much into the uh, hangover game for the Panthers. Well, there's that, and then also get ready for an entire week of Cam Newton is the MVP. 
I like when we name the MVP after six weeks. It's like some teams have only played five games. Oh, Cam Newton, you're the yeah. MVP. But right, right. <laughs> he had. I mean, if you if you're giving the trophy away today, he's the MVP. But he's I do think good. I think this is going to be a week of we we were trying to blow Russell Wilson and Andrew Luck and all these other young QBs, and meanwhile Cam Newton was the guy all along. That's going to be like the hot take narrative this week. What did you? We were trying to blow them. Yeah, maybe that was the wrong verb. <laughs> For late? I don't remember trying that. What's the matter with you? Can I just say, because I, uh, I had this written down, I want to talk about it. I'm convinced now that Andy Reid, I'm going off because we already talked about the Chiefs. I don't know why I'm going back to this. I was in a bar in Brooklyn watching the games, and that, that game was like on the other side of the bar. Yeah. So the two times I checked in on it in the fourth quarter, it was that look. It was that shot of Andy Reid full body and he's got that look where he just he's looking for help is it possible he's looking for our help with this like i don't oh like you and me guys in the television yeah me and you whatever yeah oh that's interesting worried about what you were thinking yeah well is it possible andy if you want to get our our cell phone numbers and text us during the games we're happy to help we're willing to help. Yeah, we don't want to. We don't always. We're not all, always about just making fun. But yeah, the Chiefs. He just has that look on it. How but much did you? How much did you enjoy that? I spent like seventy-five percent of my auction money on Chikandrick West, and he get and he gave me a minus two in in uh, you know, on Sunday, and I didn't start. Oh, him. I didn't even check. I didn't, you didn't start, start him. him. No, yeah, I started. I, I don't even. I started both paths. You, that's right, and it should be known that you are point three points behind me in fantasy, and you have Odell Beckham Jr. So if he gets two yards, I win, or or less. If he gets three yards or more, you win. You just need one first down catch, and I win. Is that hard? Is that hard, ODB? Play. ODB, is that hard for you to get catch one ball for four yards? It's hard if he doesn't put the cleats on tonight. It'll be really hard. I don't oh, want. To, I really don't want to sweat that out. If they show him on the sidelines, like trying to get loose for the whole first half, I'm gonna be so mad. Four Come yards, on, please. Do like a Marshawn Lynch thing, where at least we don't see him until the second quarter. That would be fun. Yeah. So um, I yeah I, I went back and forth on which Patriot to start, and then I said just screw it and started both of them. I figured they cruel. get like can combine twenty five points. Yeah, they did. Blunt, if Blunt doesn't catch that touchdown pass, I'm in decent shape, right? Yeah. At the end. All right, Monday night. Baltimore to Arizona. Here we go. Hey, Doug. Another clunker. Doug, I do not like this spot for Baltimore. I do not like this spot. What happened, Mike? I I don't like this spot. Uh, Arizona coming off a loss. They lose to Landry Jones. Come on. Uh, Yeah, it's... Mike, Mike, how could you like Baltimore in any spot? They're atrocious. Plus, Arizona's good at home. They're just a good home team. It's one of those like just let's let's see somebody beat them there. I have they're a due, they're due to roll. Yeah, I really like this on a tease. I think if we did Arizona and the Rams, I'd be happy. But hopefully this won't go overnight. I have Arizona by eight and a half. Uh, I think I think we'll be all right for it to stay under nine. I said seven and a half, and it is seven and a half. And I beat you this week. Oh, okay. Simmons, so what a week for you. This is everything's yeah, coming is up, Sal. Good. You're in Brooklyn. This is the Mets. Good. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, My cousin Jim, did we talk about his first pitch? I don't know even know if we talked about what? it. What? What was his first pitch? What? You didn't see he threw out the first pitch yesterday. No. You're crazy. You knew that. I swear to God, oh, I didn't on. know that. Uh, good friend. What? Oh, you, good did, friend. Did, did an email go out? I'm throwing out the first pitch? 
Let me tell you something. I'm going to add something to this. We had dinner the other night, and I asked him who his top five celebrity best friends are. And you should think about this, too. And uh, he was nice enough, or whatever. He was honest enough. He, he listed you amongst the five. I'm not going to say the others, because I don't want to get anyone in trouble. He already got annoyed with me for talking about it. But uh, and now here I go again. But uh, he, may, he may boot you from that top five for not even knowing that he threw out the first pitch. All right, but if I didn't watch the game and nobody tell, told me, how would I know? What, 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 what are know. my other recourses for finding out? Well, so you're we, in his top five. Just, just by that uh, measure, you should know. Obviously, I'm not in his – I mean, did David Arquette know? David Arquette, he's in there. <laughs> no. no did Bobcat know? <laughs> way off, way off. I'm not even going to go over this. <laughs> so wait a So no, what I happened like with Bobcat. the pitch? So he went out there. I have to hand it to him. Like when I did it last year, it was in front of 40 camp kids who were uh, somehow scrounged up enough money to go to like a Monday uh, noon game. So it wasn't as big a deal. But this was, it was freezing cold. Yeah. You know, 50,000 jam packed, whatever the attendance was. And it was windy. It was windy. It really like he could have hit a a concession worker at the shake shack or, or hit the glove. Like it, who knows what happened. And, uh, he reared back. He, he threw. It was a little outside for a righty, and uh, he hit the glove. Nice. That's excellent. Did he warm up beforehand or no? Yeah. Yeah, we went underground, and he threw to me, and uh, he was getting a little annoyed because I'm a lefty, and it was only a righty glove, so I'm catching. So the process of me throwing it back was a problem. But, yeah, he got warmed up, and um, it was good. It was good. Do you want to hear my wife's take? Do, do you want to hear my wife's yeah. take on this Brooklyn trip? Mm-hmm. I told him how you were at the game on Saturday, and it ba- and I showed I showed a picture of uh, you and Daniel and Dixon and Jimmy with the, whatever picture you took on Friday. Right. Yeah. Can you guess what her take was? <laughs> what could her take be? I don't, we're out here to do shows. Sal so got know, to go but... for ten days. He just left <laughs> Melissa with the kids. <laughs> They're all in it together, Sal. They're all sisters. They're all they're all looking out for each other. Not happy for you. Not happy you're in Brooklyn. Not happy your team's in the NLCS. Not happy you're with your uh, friends. Melissa, uh, ten you know, days. I, I, I'm going to sound like a terrible father here, but I had to pretend to be devastated uh, for an hour on a phone call this morning because the the my boy had had to go to urgent care because he was vomiting. I'm like, oh, oh no. my god, I'm so sorry, I was terrible, but. Yeah, I know. What am I? What am I supposed to do? Well, you, you, some some businesses you go away for like six weeks, right? A year, four weeks. Right. It's listen. I defended you. All right. Thank you. I appreciate it. Maybe I'll come back halfway through. Yeah. Uh, you know what? If Lamar's condition worsens, I'll come back. How's that? <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel live in Brooklyn this week tonight. The great Bill Murray, who roots for the terrible Chicago Cubs. I'm just kidding. Uh, music from Ryan Adams. Later in the week, Jay-Z, Michael J. Fox, Bradley Cooper, Donald Trump, Howard Stern. Are you kidding me? And uh, I will be on Wednesday night and catch him on SportsCenter late Thursday, early Friday. My best bets have hit four to five. I like the Giants tonight. And I'm at the Cousin Sal on Twitter. Howard Stern. Yeah, that's Friday. That's exciting. All right. That'll be good. The Cuz. Good job by you. Good job by you, Billy. Today's episode is brought to you by MeUndies. MeUndies is the most comfortable underwear you will ever wear, and it is insane how good they make you feel. They sent me some, and trust me, they were fantastic. Go to MeUndies.com BS and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. 
They guarantee you'll be happy or your first pair is free. Thanks as well to Stamps.com for a four-week trial plus a $110 bonus offer, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com, click on that microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in BS. That's Stamps.com. Enter BS. And we'll be back on Wednesday with Judd Apatow, finally, on a podcast. I've never had him over the last uh, seven years. So we are doing that on Wednesday. And then Joe House on Friday. Um, we're going to go fast with the NFL picks and do NBA over-unders, the annual podcast. Brace yourselves, America. Back later in the week.